Ever wonder how and if the Bible has relevance for today? On this podcast, we provide biblical answers to today's tough questions. Hi, friends. I'm Pastor Robert Young. We have 30 plus years of church planting and mentoring other pastors, 30 plus years of training leaders in evangelism and discipleship. Our team of missionaries go into jails, rehabs, parks, street corners, coffee houses, and any place unchurched people gather. We present the true, untainted gospel. We ask questions and give answers as we conduct surveys. We do this so that you can make a true, informed decision about Jesus Christ. Today, our topic is Saving America Begins at Home, Step 2. Hi, friends. Welcome to Part 2 of Saving America Begins at Home, Step 2. Last time, we talked about America returning to God and teaching our children and household about God. As we stated in the last episode, I won't go into all the details about why I think America has abandoned the faith. There is enough reliable information out there to convince anyone of our need for returning to God and His standards. Last time, we suggested attending a local church for corporate worship as the Bible states in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. We also suggested that each person have a church service in their own home with their family. Because that comes so naturally for me, being that God endowed me with the gift of pastoring and church planting, I didn't realize that the idea of having a church service in your own home might seem a little intimidating to lots of people. So in this series, I'm going to give you biblical formats on where to begin. First, let's look through the scriptures to see if there are any examples of people having church in their homes. Due to persecution and limited resources, believers in the first century found refuge in the safety and comfort of their own homes where they could gather as a community of faith. The Apostle Paul, in his letters to various early Christian communities, mentions the practice of gathering in homes for worship and fellowship. In Romans 16.5, Paul sends greetings to the church that meets in the home of Aquila and Priscilla and encourages the believers to greet one another with a holy kiss. Through his letters, Paul highlights the importance of close-knit community worship and personal relationship within these small house churches. Other examples of churches in homes are found in Acts 20.20, Colossians 4.15, 1 Corinthians 16.19, in Philemon 1 and 2. Remember also, the kickstart to Christianity was in an upper room in a house when the Holy Spirit was given to all that was gathered. Gathering in homes fosters an environment of closeness and authenticity. In smaller groups, we have opportunities to truly know and be known by fellow believers, allowing for genuine fellowship and support. Sharing our lives, joys, struggles, and prayers in a house setting, house church setting, creates an atmosphere of trust and vulnerability, strengthening our bond as members of the body of Christ. Church in houses encourages the active involvement and participation of every believer. As each person brings their unique gifts and talents, the burden of ministry is shared making every member an integral part of the worshiping community. 
This biblical model empowers individuals to exercise their spiritual gifts in service to others as the Bible intended and states in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Meeting in homes allows for flexibility in worship styles, teaching formats, and the overall structure of the gathering. House churches can cater to the unique needs and cultural context of the community, ensuring a more personalized and relevant worship experience. It also permits the ability to adapt to emergencies, social limitations, or unforeseen circumstances, providing a secure space to nurture and sustain faith regardless of external constraints. We see in the scriptures that God blessed the first century church with a deep relationship with himself, which, by the way, is the goal. On that note, let me say that loving each other, feeding the poor, and all other acts of service is wonderful, and God loves this. However, as the Bible states in 1 Corinthians 13, without the love that God gives, all our acts of service do not profit and definitely will not get us into heaven or a growing relationship with God, which again is the goal. Our human love is sometimes conditional or even selfish and self-serving. We need God's unconditional love in order to love people the way God intended. This is why God must be first in our lives and hearts. Okay, now that we've discovered the biblical foundation for small gatherings, let's look at the biblical format of worship in the next episode in this series. Now, friends, if you have been listening to this podcast for any length of time and you've come to the decision that you want to be a part of this family of God, you know that you must first repent of your sins and ask God to forgive you. You also believe that Jesus Christ dying on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins is the only way to God. You also know that you must be filled with the free gift of the Holy Spirit to empower you to live the life that God intends. Will you confess to God right now? If so, then you, my friends, have just begun a journey to deeper fellowship with the God of the universe. As I always say, do your research and find a God-honoring church in your community and participate in corporate worship and worship in your own home with your family. If you need more information, clarification, or if you would like to receive our free ebook on how to do house church, then don't hesitate to get in contact with me and all of the ways to contact me in the description box below. And until next time, when we will be discussing biblical worship, I am your host, Pastor Robert Young from Not Your Parents Religion Podcast, and may God bless you.